Thank you, Doris. And Gregory, it's not everybody who can get the other to be so discombobulated. So, yes, thank you uh, as well, Gregory. And uh, I am uh, pleased to uh, have with us today Eric Weber, uh, who is uh, with uh, New Life Church and has a ministry to the, uh, to the students at Eastern Michigan University. So we're going to hear more about that. So let's give a warm friend Michael welcome to Eric. Okay, well, thank you for being with us today. And if you would, just share this out by telling us about your ministry, uh, what it is that you do, and who it is that you serve. Uh, thank you, Dr. Dave. And thank you all for welcoming me here to St. Michael. I work at the church that does ministry to students at the University of Michigan and also at Eastern Michigan University. Uh, we've been involved there in at least my professional for about 15 years in the Bible, and then at Eastern Michigan University Campus Ministry for about six years and seven years now. So, um, basically, at our United States, uh, one of our first fellow workers students that lived on campus, and I was helping reach out to students there on campus and helping them get connected. In uh, small groups, and this is to come to services that we have on Sundays on campus. And we also uh, just, you know, seek an opportunity to help the students build relationships with other students, learning them to sharing the good news of Christ with them, helping them see the need for Christ, and finding them to attention to and faith. It's a joy to be a part of ministry. It's uh, there's definitely a more moment. With the ministry that we have on campus, um, just, you know, the campus is constantly changing, changing constantly uh, facing new opportunities for sure, and uh, but also a lot of different challenges with the ministry also. Um, so um, I enjoyed being a part of it. And then um, about six years ago, we started a ministry to Eastern Michigan University where it started getting involved with it. Um, we had a ministry going there that uh, made some additional leadership and direction there and um, support for staff team with many of our interests in the past seasons of life. And um, just fell in love with the campus. So it's just interesting how, even though the campus is a very different, close uh, by, they're also very different um, in so many different ways because of the nature of the, the campus as well. So, yeah. So the students at the ministry, the students that come to your worship services, I would primarily just say students who have a church background or people who are born the faith, or where are they in the place in the faith alone? Yeah, good question. Yeah, we have a number of students that have come from a church background, and a lot of students, you know, uh, sometimes even mom and dad are looking at the church on campus and so sometimes they just it that way. Uh, sometimes the students are actively looking themselves. Um, but, you know, oftentimes we learn the students that maybe they're just in some way or disturbed uh, in the space around some way and you know, got a class and then got involved uh, down the road after maybe their sophomore year or junior year of college. Um, and we also do have a number of students that come get involved that you know, either they get an atheist background or they get a background where they just never really heard much about uh, uh, atheist faith 
Get up our full-time salary job and start raising support with our church and our church so that we could do campus ministry for time. And one of the other verses that I really have thought to by God's providence, honestly, was Psalm 78 passage that was read today. Such a beautiful passage, just passing on the glory of God and His wonders on to us next generation, that we were not experiencing from doing that. That was something that touched my heart and seeing the opportunity to engage with college students, helping them come to know him. Uh, but also having students that were just enfranchised, discouraged, or maybe even turned off to Christ or turned off to the church or whatever it is that folks had been back and helping them see that Jesus is your son. Jesus is known. And uh, it's important to be in fellowship with the local church to be connected with others that we can encourage one another in the gospel of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, well, we've heard a lot of things about uh, what college students might go through these days and mm-hmm. things like in, in terms of faith. But uh, you can see it firsthand. So can you bring us into that world of a college student and, and faith? Uh, what is that world like these days? Is it, are there as many challenges to the faith as are reported? Um, is it really difficult for the young person to go over to college to stand for the faith and to be on the faith? Is there a point about that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with the college campus, um, it's, you know, I, I was involved in college uh, in the 90s, and, you know, here in uh, 2021 now, um, almost kind of so. <laughs> It's a new year, but uh, you know, it's, the campus is so different now um, than when I was involved in, in the nineties. Uh, some things are very similar in the sense of you know, opportunities with you know, students to kind of be connected with other students, being in relationships with other students, uh, but also the challenges and uh, that is often presented by you know, professors that really try and affect them with uh, early and reliability of that word. It's definitely prevalent on campus, and very common messages, very common and passing back and the word of God, and denying the miracles of Christ, miracles that God has done throughout history. That's still rampant and other present. But also, you know, there are followers of Christ that are professors and faculty writers that are faithful. We seek opportunities to. I'd say the challenges uh, are enormous, uh, to say the least. 
Uh, but also the opportunities are high in terms of the news of how to not turn into the country. And uh, you know, we love to see these types of delegations to be a of the I engage through online but sometimes you get a glance, and you know, there's some professors and um, some of the really well known uh, that also grew up in the church and even went to uh, Paramount uh, Evangelical Seminary. Um, and then at some point, kind of a flashback, and I know some contrary, you know, some of them share their story, and it becomes very clear that they at some point stop believing in the Paramount Seminary, stop believing in. Um, And 
and from basically doubling from about, uh, or actually more than doubling, from about 20 or 30 people that were involved to 25 to 100 that were involved in a small group and then coming to a mid-group uh, group uh, on that season. So that was a bit of a kind of way. But then at, at our ministry here at Eastern Michigan, or the Eastern Michigan, um, uh, one thing that we've seen is uh, just generally continuing to lead students to get connected with that church that are hungry for the gospel, hungry for God's word, and wanting to be connected to community. And um, uh, I'd say, uh, even though we haven't done some of the things that we, in kind of the ministry that we've done in our church and another, but it's generally our church and God's so gospel and saying, and get connected and community and we see, uh, even like this year during the pandemic, uh, just some students, like one example, one guy that gave a nice little poem this summer, um, or this past summer, um, came to campus uh, and then got involved with our church, just at the end of the summer, she came to church, and then, you know, definitely didn't know anything about who God was or who Jesus was, but something our attention to studying that word, prayerlessness, and the online, and then once you came to campus, then that was our church. And, you know, that makes all the difference, you know, seeing God move in ways that we can only claim responsibility for, and being uh, a part of and having the privilege of ministering uh, to students at this moment and helping her get them to the place, getting her walk of Christ, and then our college students who don't have power. And I decided to take up that step and begin to write my kids. So, um, and, you know, we also saw another student that, especially someone was involved previously with our ministry, kind of more in relationships and community kind of hung out events during the weekends. But then the summer, he came to a point of crisis of faith and he realized he needed help. He realized that he wanted to follow Jesus. And made that decision. And, uh, you know, one of the things that he said was, he said, you know, if you asked me uh, a year ago about uh, reading the Bible, I would have said, you know, I read it once, but that's enough for me. Uh, and I would have also said, I don't see how people would want to continue reading it over and over again. But this summer, after becoming a, a Christian, he said, now I see that. Now I want to read that word. I want to engage with the word and know him better. Is the uh, and the heart and helping them understand the that's the The is challenges. So, yeah, I think one of the challenges even the deception that can come uh, with uh, people going about the world, but then kind of pushing what God says in the world. Uh, I think one of the things that's been very discouraging in the years is just seeing those things that were very involved uh, and kind of follow along. And um, maybe through deception and false teaching, or maybe just, you know, temptations of life and struggles that come up and and it's that in our minds and we can't follow it. And so that's been, I feel very heartbreaking. And I feel very weak to hear these stories and actually know people that are close to us 
that now either has a different definition of two choices, different definition of the gospel, and um, that's preventing and sister. And then others that completely apply around. And so that's one challenge. Um, others that come up is, you know, just the challenge of kind of a constant changing life and campus and kind of adapting. Um, you know, I'm not a quick adapter always. Especially uh, some others in our, our team, uh, Eastern Mission, Mission uh, campus, and also our University of Mission campus. And I'm not a quick adapter. And so, yeah, trying to catch up. Learn with them and learn from them so that we can engage the students. So it becomes an opportunity, eventually, but to be a challenge many times. And particularly with the pandemic, you know, as I'm sure many of us uh, maybe here at St. have experienced the size and the challenges of adapting during the pandemic to do ministry. And, you know, we, when the students came back uh, in the fall, uh, they really didn't. <laughs> Uh, it was very strange uh, to have uh, the campus, which is normally in August and September, just, you know, just tons of students walking around, getting to know new students, and then on a summer afternoon day in the late August, early September, having no one on campus other than maybe five to ten students who walk by over the course of two hours. Uh, just night and day difference. And then thinking about how do we connect with new students? How do we help these freshmen that are involved in campus get involved that we, in a way that we normally do? We just didn't know how to do that very well. And so, you know, it's been a process of adapting to those challenges, but also seeing how that works out for the best. And seeing how we move, like this young woman, I feel really happy with him because God brought you here. Uh, without any connection with another person directly, uh, she got involved with our ministry, even um, though she grew up in an open background. So uh, it's neat to see God work despite those challenges. So, how do you students in COVID? How are you doing that? Yes, yes. Um, well, I think the times that we've um, with our ministry since kind of fall. Um, really, a lot of the ministry that has been very keen to is just continuing to do what we have done in the past, which is having small group Bible studies that meet together in apartments or in the dorms. Um, and honestly, uh, the students get equipped in knowing the gospel, knowing the word of God, and helping them learn how to share their faith. And honestly, you know. The dorms are closed, generally, uh, teaching at Eastern Michigan University to people that aren't students, and they have a student ID to get into the dorms, so we can't reach out in that way. Students aren't walking on campus, so we can't connect that way. So we, what we've uh, focused more of our ministry on energy on is equipping students and sharing the gospel and inviting their friends uh, into uh, fellowship in a group that meets during the week, maybe a fun event on the weekend. On Friday or Saturday, and uh, again, it's challenging because we're in a mask or distance, or some students aren't comfortable coming to meet in smaller settings and they're really during the season. So, you know, try to figure out how to do what we're doing. You know, so we've done this with Bible studies here. You know, doing some events outdoors, trying to find ways to connect with students that way. So, you know, it's been equipping and mobilizing the saints to be. Yeah. 
uh, extension of, of our ministry here. So, Eric, why is it important to have people like us partner with you? Why is that important? Um, well, uh, the biggest factor that we've seen um, by getting grace to us in our ministry was having people that came up with us to pray for our ministry. Um, I believe in our powerful, believe that God moves and I hear the prayers of his people. And then, uh, you know, I, I can picture about you know, many women that come up with us over the years, uh, uh, 15 or 30 years of ministry on campus, and I bet many of them are praying for us, and I know they're praying for us. And as I send out the updates about our ministry, uh, I know as I send them out, I know that you know, Joyce is going to be praying for me, or um, uh, others are going to be praying for our ministry, and I have no doubt of that. And so this prayers uh, really make a break uh, in supporting our ministry. Uh, but also this is possible for this for financial support. Um, full-time uh, campus ministry, I, I don't draw um, a full-time salary from uh, a church. Um, the churches that support us, including our own, but it's a small amount compared to the amount that it takes us to continue to do our ministry full-time. So uh, this people partnering, churches partnering with us is St. Michael Bell, uh, helping our ministry continue to well, I'm thankful for being here with us today. Um, in congregation, you'll have an opportunity if you uh, would like to stop and talk with us. You can be out here by our new Welcome Center. We really haven't had much of a chance to use the new Welcome Center yet, so we'll break it into the air today. We'll stop out there and talk to you. And those of you at home, if you'd like to connect with Eric, you can uh, contact the church office, and we will be happy to uh, connect you up with Thank you, Let's, uh, let's pray. Let's pray specifically for Eric and his ministry. Lord God, we lift up Eric to you now, Lord, and those uh, who work with him, Lord God, we pray for his family, Lord. We pray that you would protect them, that you would guard them, Lord God, and that you would be effective through him and through those others, Lord. Lord, uh, he is on the mission field, and we pray, Lord God, that you would use him for your purposes, Lord God, to, to draw and students into your presence, into your life, and to really, truly stand for you. So we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Let's uh, join together in praying that prayer that the Lord has taught us to pray. Amen.